Psychology says that it's like one of the most fascinating things that he experienced in his life is like seeing uh, Indian founders uh, to take out their uh, uh, yeah their money out of the U.S. banking system and trusting the the Indian banks more. It's like a reversal, you know. Balaji has this concept of inverted uh, century. Uh, so it's not just like an Asian century, but it's like an inverted century, meaning like the countries that had a rough 20th century, he thinks that they kind of learned their lesson and now they will have a better 21st century uh, and vice versa. You know, the Western countries, you know, they had all these like first world problems, you know, like kind of inventing loads of uh, problems for themselves and like getting into these cultural fights, you know, these culture wars. It's uh it's basically it's you know it's kind of maybe counter uh intuitive it's like when people are are having it too good they engage in this kind of culture wars hello everyone and welcome back to tambo uh this podcast my name is uh Diku tambo and today i have the pleasure of talking with Jakub. Uh, a co-founder of Wizisha Dao and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. With Jakub, we will discuss his recent article on technical truths versus social truths and the role of cryptocurrency, uh, specifically Bitcoin. Uh, welcome, Jakub, uh, at Mutambo Desk Podcast. Hi, Duke. I'm happy to see you. I'm happy that we are doing the second season of Daily Biologisms. Uh, yeah, today I wrote my 66th article, but uh, yeah, wow. the, with the videos, we are like catching up. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and so yeah, I'm happy that uh, yeah, we are we are here together. Yeah, yeah. I'm, up, I'm also happy for the milestone that we have uh, managed to achieve together, you know, uh, from uh, uh, from zero to now 66. 66 daily balladism on the article side, but uh, also uh, I think 50, this is would be 54 uh, at, uh, main episode, if I'm oh, not nice, wrong. Nice, nice. Yeah, so yeah. it's like two thirds of, of for writing and yeah, over a, a half of videos. Yeah. <laughs> yes. if, we are, if we are going to 100 and then we just, <laughs> we, we just do replete, learn to code or something. Yes. <laughs> and that is. Know. 100, 100 episode and 100 days, you know, in coding. So <laughs> everything yeah, in hundreds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we do like, I don't know, we develop some, <laughs> some Wazesha app. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Crypto check-ins and meetups and training companies. Let's see. <laughs> let's yeah. do it. <laughs> True, sure. Uh, well, yeah. let's start uh, our podcast uh, by discussing the idea of technical truths. How do you define uh, them? And... Um, what makes them different from social truths? Yeah, right. So the technical truth is something that doesn't change uh, based on your belief or opinion. So it's like a, a diameter of a virus, uh, as an example that Balaji uses. You know, it's like you put it on uh, under a microscope and it's the same uh, if you are in South, uh, uh, South Africa, if you are in Kenya or in Slovakia or in Singapore. You know, it's just like um, there might be some, of course, some like uh, differences in in the the, the environment uh, or but if if uh, all all is equal. Uh, all conditions are equal, you know, you're observing some kind of like uh, physical object or biological um, 
yeah, object and it's the same uh, it's uh, the same everywhere so it's like kind of governed by the laws of symmetry and but in this cons uh, context of uh, cryptocurrencies yeah it's it's like uh, the um, bitcoin uh, is like uh, you know the crypto uh, the, the cryptography of uh, of of cryptocurrencies is governed by math and it doesn't change based on your opinion mm -hmm. yeah. so it's like uh, technical truths are based on symmetry and uh, are universal regardless of social hierarchy or beliefs right yes yes so and uh, yeah and exactly and so and the opposite is like the the social truth which is like yeah okay it's based on continuity and you know, on a on a hierarchy and on some kind of local culture you know so like i don't know you can be let's say a president in one country but um, in the, in another country nobody knows you nobody you know cares about you or something you, you could be totally unknown mm -hmm. so yeah it's like um maybe a good example is like uh, uh, when a bird flies over a border uh, the bird doesn't know that okay this was the border <laughs> now i mm -hmm. crossed the border you know mm -hmm. so the birds don't care about borders uh and yeah so but uh, biology says there is a spectrum between these like technical truth and social truth and well and bitcoin is actually somewhere in the middle because okay it's it's governed by cryptography but it's also governed by um its price is a function of uh how desire uh, desirable it is how how people um are viewing bitcoin so it's it's not just like pure technical truth okay so 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 bitcoin is like a unique example of something that lies yeah as you said in between the technical truth and the social truth but on the other hand bitcoin is backed up by math and cryptography which are technical truths but also on the other hand um bitcoin values and utility also depend on the collective beliefs of its user which uh, social truth? So it's an interesting case study that you know, studies uh, both sides, right? Both worlds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but I don't think. I mean, it, it's not unique in a way that uh, probably you know, like other. Um, uh, there are many like uh, things that can be uh, viewed similarly. You know, like the various technologies. Uh, probably the you know the U.S. dollar. Uh, it's also a technological stack. You know, it's like underpinned by some like SWIFT uh some you know like so um, by you know the regulators and like so uh oh yeah but it's uh you know it's a spectrum so like the dollar is more towards the so, uh, so, social truth you know so mm -hmm. like but it's not like pure uh fiction uh but it's also there is some kind of like uh utility there you know and some kind of like um technical underpinning mm -hmm. Well, okay, that's a good uh, uh, good explanation. Yeah, Balaji also uh, urged people to buy Bitcoin and hold it uh, locally to protect themselves from the central bank and fiat crisis. Can you maybe uh, try to elaborate or uh, stress on his stance? Yeah, so this is like uh, from this like his point of uh, technical truth versus social truth. He's like uh, now using this concept to to um, like derive another term is like technical defense and social defense. You know, so the technical defense is like using cryptography and like yeah, so using um, or buying Bitcoin in these uh, like uh, uh, times that he calls. A fiat crisis so we we might be on the verge of something that it's not just like a financial 
uh, crisis 2.0 or a banking crisis, but uh, Balaji says is a central bank crisis or uh, like even fiat crisis. So like the countries in the West will be facing fiat crisis uh, soon. Um, that's that's what he thinks. Arthur Hayes has a similar opinion, but um, he, he, you know he puts uh, he puts the probability more like towards like it's gonna happen in a couple of years, maybe two years, but not like in three months or, or two months or something like that. So, uh, yeah, so, but in this case, you know, you want to have, um, uh, uh, you don't want to be stuck with the, uh, with something that Arthur Hayes calls the inside money. Mm-hmm. So the money inside the system, but you want to have an outside money, you know. And so Arthur Hayes gives an example of, um, you want to have something like a store of energy, you know, like an uh, like an oil, you know, but uh, but you know, oil is like <laughs> it's like toxic or it's like heavy, you know, and it's uh, it's big volumes, you know. You don't want to store it in your house uh, or out, outside of your house, so you you want to have like something like a virtual oil, and so Bitcoin can be seen as a money battery or virtual oil or a power projection tool you know so it's um yeah so you want to have something like (laughs) that it's uh like digital gold and so that's uh that's uh bitcoin or crypto in more generally Mm -hmm. so uh so that means the technical defense uh which means like uh, buying now the bitcoin uh and put them uh off uh, or I mean, remove them off exchanges and put and uh, put them secure in a local, uh, say, had 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 I mean, wallet, you know, or uh, also like yes. uh, purchasing, um, maybe uh, purchasing different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sorry, I lost fears. a bit. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah. So it's like uh, exactly. So like also like you know, for example, I had like. Um, Let's say I had a few, few, uh, uh, some money, like just uh, let's say not too much, but okay, I had it like on Coinbase or Kraken, uh, and uh, as I as we discussed also before, like for example, I found like one of my bank banks, like I mean I have two, uh, just like, uh, and then I'm lucky that I have like at least two Slovak banks, right, and. Um, uh, then another service like Revolut. So, but like uh, one of my uh, my banks that I was a customer of since I was a 15 year old kid. So uh, VUB Bank. So they were, they had, a crack, the bank had a Kraken uh, a Kraken exchange on a blacklist for some reason. I don't know why. I called them and they told me, you know. And so, but I was fine buying um, money with, I mean, sorry, buying crypto with using uh, Coinbase, right? But then they also put it on a blacklist. So uh, just recently, just uh, about the time when Balaji was uh, tweeting about his bit signal um, alarm. And so, yeah, and then I was like, okay, this is strange, but uh, luckily I have another bank that was okay, you know, but it's like, so, you know, this Operation Choke Point uh, 2.0 is also happening in Europe, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's very sad. So, but like, okay, uh, yeah, you don't want to just uh, get stuck um, uh, having your crypto on a uh, on a on some kind of uh, yeah um, a stock exchange. Um, oh, sorry, a crypto exchange or like yeah, some some service like Revolut where you can't even take out the, the crypto. You just can't. Uh, you can buy it there, but you have to take out fiat. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean. 
you know, being pragmatic, uh, also as Balaji is, you know, it's uh, there is a utility in using these kind of services, but you also need to know the, the risks, you know, the counterparty risk, you know, it's like after FTX, everybody kind of knows uh, that there are some risks <laughs> involved, you know, and yeah. it wasn't the first exchange to fall. Uh, but yeah, but right. But after that, like, okay, I took uh, that much of those money. You know, and, well, I mean, I sold many of those cryptocurrencies into Bitcoin, and I, I purchased some something called Trezor. So it's like a hardware wallet, and I put it there. Mm -hmm. It's actually made in Czech Republic. And yeah, since, you know, like I have this, <laughs> I have this, uh, I'm not, I wasn't that great at saving. I'm getting a bit better, but just very bit. And I'm also like, um, uh -huh. kind of believe believe that the money should flow <laughs> you know so <laughs> I, I i'm not a big holder but like yeah. uh but uh, yeah but uh, any, anyhow it's always good to put uh to to buy some sats uh uh and to and to hold it so yeah, yeah. so that's yeah <laughs> yeah but but uh, Balaji also i think adds also like uh in case if you don't uh um you're not you're unable maybe to purchase say uh say uh digital gold that is bitcoin and uh, put it, uh, say, in the uh, hardware wallet or code wallet. Uh, I mean, then uh, it's good also to diversify your uh, accounts. Say, for example, you can open uh, your accounts in, in other countries or in other jurisdictions which are not affected. Like, uh, for example, we'd say right now America is being affected by banking crisis or fiat crisis. So you could open like uh, accounts, for example, outside the US, uh, for example, in uh, India. And he also said like even some some of the Indian founders also, he saw like a uh, big money, uh, big uh, transfer of uh, money uh, from like their, their US accounts to the Indian uh, uh, bank accounts. So yeah, so that's another thing. Maybe I think it's very important to uh, also to say. Yeah, right. It's uh, Balaji says that it's like one of the most fascinating things that he experienced in his life is like seeing uh, Indian founders uh, to take out their uh, uh, yeah their money out of the U.S. banking system and trusting the the Indian banks more. It's like a reversal, you know. Balaji has this concept of inverted uh, century. Uh, so it's not just like an Asian century, but it's like an inverted century, meaning like the countries that had a rough 20th century, he thinks that they kind of learned their lesson and now they will have a better 21st century uh, and vice versa, you know, the Western countries, you know, they had all these like first world problems, you know, like kind of inventing loads of uh, problems for themselves and like getting into these cultural fights, you know, these culture wars, it's uh basically it's you know it's kind of maybe counter uh intuitive it's like when people are are having it too good they engage in these kind of culture wars you know it's like <laughs> not it's it's not always just like when people are like struggling a lot but i don't know you know i guess these culture wars are are everywhere so it's like um <laughs> yeah yeah but uh but it's like a um civilizational obesity calls it biology you know it's just like um uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it takes like it's very Western countries are very slow uh, to build infrastructure and to kind of keep infrastructure running. You know, like in the U.S., you see like these wildfires. You see, um, 
Mm, yeah, like power outages. So it's kind of getting, um, you know, it's like Balaji talks about the, the declining world and the ascending world. So some parts of the US are kind of like a declining world, like San Francisco, some are like ascending world, like Miami. So like, yeah, but uh, as you said, like it's, um, uh, it's good to have, uh, you know, to think about like what Talib calls anti-fragility. So it meaning it, it, another word for it is also optionality or it's kind of related word. So like if you have like, let's say, um, uh, yeah, as you said, like you have, let's say, just like one uh, Bitcoin Lightning uh, kind of wallet or client, you know, it's um, then you are, let's say, more fragile than if you have like three or four and something similar if you have just like uber uh, app uh, uh, to call an uber uh, but if you have like bolt or i don't know in the us lift or some other services then you are like more anti-fragile uh meaning like um yeah i mean if one uh, service fails then you can diversify and similar i guess with the uh with with these kind of apps so like let's say okay i have like the slovak two slovak bank accounts and then i have like revolut which is connected to uh um like uh like a Latvian bank and then i have like um a coinbase card so it's like a debit card like uh <laughs> that wasn't working but it's maybe it wasn't some kind of <laughs> choke point <laughs> it's just i think me forgetting the pin code uh but i don't know i have to investigate it because for some reason it didn't didn't work uh, twice uh, mm -hmm. recently but like okay but since i don't have any money much money left there i didn't care but uh mm -hmm. yeah but i still use coinbase to buy some money but i also used like an atm recently with uh, we had uh, like the network state meetup like mm -hmm. a month ago and uh, in a shopping mall and there was this uh bitcoin uh atm oh, so wow. like i used it but it has like a higher fees but it's like uh, is like up to uh, some amount it's like non-kyc so okay it's just like another <laughs> kind of interesting option <laughs> ah, nice. uh, yeah yeah and then there are like all these like in these bitcoin communities i haven't tried it yet but it's like um it's like peer-to-peer -peer exchanges, like in-person exchanges. It's also mm -hmm. happening. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there is some kind of like uh, ethical codex about it, like how much you should charge and like about like pseudonymity and uh, kind of also like kind of avoiding some kind of shady people and stuff. So it's also interesting like with these like kind of parallel societies, uh, people exchanging money <laughs> um, uh, between themselves, like, a, I don't know, a small community, uh, let's say 20 people, something like that. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, I haven't tried this this one yet, but it's, uh, <laughs> I, it's I, interesting. I've tried it myself, like peer-to-peer <laughs> -peer tra trading. Ah, nice. Like uh, in the beginning when I was getting into uh, saving or investing into, say, Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. So, uh, there, there was no, for example, an uh, exchange uh, sex, uh, or CX um, uh, exchange here in Kenya. So, and uh, these other ones like Coinbase, you ha I had to, you know, undergo those uh, those long process of KYC. So it was very difficult <laughs> for me. So I had to use another peer-to-peer um, -peer marketplace uh, called Paxful. So yeah, so. I made an order, I made a bid there and uh, I called somebody like, um, you know, I put my money in the escrow, like, you know, uh, M-Pesa, you know, and then, um, so once 
once I sell, for example, oh, like uh, if I want to sell my Bitcoin, that is, so I, I put them the escrow and then the person who wants to buy it calls me and then uh, I, he or she sends me the money uh, through, uh, oh, through cool. M-Pesa, yeah, you know. So it's interesting thing, but also it has some, uh, you know, security issues if you don't know, like, uh, you know, who you are dealing with. So you have to be careful sometimes, you know, because, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then and and then what I was also talking about it's like not just these like decks uh, like decentralized exchanges or like maybe this is something what you are describing also something a bit di- di- different as well, uh, yeah. but then also like uh, in person meet you know like you are ah, meeting okay. someone in person. <laughs> I haven't ah, tried it cool. yet, but I think that's, <laughs> that's 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 secure. I mean, because if he's in person, you just do the transaction uh, on the spot, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But wow. Yeah, but it might, I don't know, it might be a, like a good activity, you know, it's just like, yeah. uh, you know, just like for building trust, you know, just like uh, some small amounts, you know, doesn't need to be like some crazy, I don't know, something. It's just like getting used to it. It's like, um, you know, it's like z- zapping on Noster. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I still haven't uh, had time to get into it. I'm a bit slow, like with uh, uh, with Chat GPT. It also took me a couple of months to get into it. But like, uh, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. But it's uh, it's like zapping or something. You know, it's just it, may, it might sound weird, but then I guess yeah. you get used to it. So this might be also like interesting, just like kind of building trust. You know? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like having yeah like that that could be like a one thing for the meetups you know like Mm -hmm. i don't know (laughs) yeah Uh, like the regular meetups yeah yeah it's true anyway so yeah we can come back like uh okay on the social truth uh i mean the the technical truth we are saying like uh, you buy bitcoin and and get them off exchanges technical defense that is uh but also like if you want if you if you don't have to buy the bitcoin then you it's good to open like multiple accounts, uh, maybe in different uh, countries which are friendly. Uh, maybe your man, your fiat money will be um, more secure. Yeah, but uh, I also to, to mention about also like um, I saw like uh, uh, European Union they are coming up with the digital, I mean CBDC uh, soon. But uh, yeah, but um, yeah, it was interesting to see like uh, they're saying like um, once they roll out that one, um, they will people will not be able to have multiple accounts, you know? So you'll have like uh, just one account in the whole, say, if you want to, if you want, for example, you want to open another account in the other bank, it's like you'll have your identifier uh, number, which you're given by the central uh, central bank, you know? So it will mm-hmm. be just the same. So it's very, and I was thinking like, it would be very, very easy for, for them to control people because if it's just one number, for example, social security number, if it's in US, but now this social security number, you can't open, right now you can open your um, your account uh, in multiple banks, but uh, the other bank or the CBDs, I mean, the central bank will not be able to say control them at once. But at this moment, now you're seeing like, they'll, these accounts are like being opened from like say central banks, then you're giving, for example, this, this identifier number or say social security number for the case of uh, uh, US. But then if you want to open a, an account, it, it will be linked to that identifier. You know, if you open like account in the, say, com- uh, community banks or regional banks, you know, it will be linked to that one. So it's interesting. I was just thinking about it and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, it, 
you know, it's like I think I don't know. Like uh, I, I would operate under the assumption that this is already possible in today's world, like through some kind of like uh, proprietary software for security agencies. You know, like they would have like a dashboard on you, uh, like on your activities, like a like a data stream. Uh, you know, like let's say of all your messages, what you are typing on your devices, what um, uh what what transactions are you doing through various like channels so like i think it's possible uh somehow to do it like uh, of course the cbdc would like uh make it kind of like um how to say would like kind of legalize this kind of thing you know with that maybe mm. only like some security services have now like uh intelligence ad agencies probably have like uh, access to like this data so it would be like more culturally normalized if people accept it but you see already everything gets politicized so like you get like the florida is against cbdc's i don't know you know probably uh, you might get also some european countries being against it uh probably like hungary or poland but like i i don't know you know you never know because like it's um like yeah it's uh, it's not very clear cut you know it's like it it's possible that like i don't know hungary is kind of playing this game like being like a bit different or more conservative uh but they are not that libertarian so like i don't know like let's see yeah. uh or at least that's my perception but probably czech republic would be like against it they're like quite libertarian but so let's see yeah mm -hmm. i mean uh yeah but the cbdc you know the other issue is like yeah you could be like uh i think it's also it's again it's like a spectrum so you would be like it would be easier to censor you probably yeah. uh, like uh, uh unbank you you know like um or yeah or some kind of social credit uh, system could be easier to implement like let's say <laughs> because now the central bank would uh, like i don't know they would like play with uh, i don't know some carbon carbon footprint calculator of your purchases so you're like ah you bought like this much meat this, this week you can't buy anymore or is that <laughs> enough of petrol enough of yeah. driving you know? and it's serious you know because uh yeah they can decide even to like uh you know i was uh i don't know i was, I was, li I was listening to another podcast and uh i don't know i can't remember which one but uh this guy was saying like uh yeah it reached a point where they can decide to say your money is expired you know like you can use this money in this certain uh, this certain period of time. If you don't use it, it gets expired. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's connected with the issue of like the helicopter mon money, you know. So like you you would get an air airdrop, <laughs> 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 like of government money, and they yeah. would say like go go shopping, uh, and it's in, it, it's expired in two days if you don't go shopping. But like in this case, you know, it's like. Um, uh yeah how, how do you call it in english but okay so it's like uh, you know incentives and these incentives <laughs> or it's like um yeah yeah so yeah it's, it's <laughs> just like i have this slovak uh, saying there but which is like a bit different it's like <laughs> we have this saying it's like sugar versus uh, uh, uh some kind of like uh, yeah stick you know stick and uh carrot and stick right uh -huh, carrot uh -huh. and sticks so <laughs> so yeah it's like uh it's like that you know so it's just like 
uh, let's say the the stick is that you would uh, get unbanked or I don't know <laughs> your account is suspended <laughs> for 30 days you can't use <laughs> your money it's very sad but yeah, it's, it's possible like these internal sanctions I don't know it's like what they did to Russians where like the Russian uh, nationals um, or their banking system you know it's like the external uh, sanctions but I think the more scarier are these like internal sanctions, like you when you do it to your own citizens, like the Canadian truckers. You know, it was yeah. there were like two hundred people who who got this experience, so it's not like too many people. But it's still, you know, it can grow from here, so it's like a weak signal that something is not all right. And in the EU, there were also some internal sanctions, actually, on some people who were like, uh, okay, collaborating with Russia, but they were like, uh, like our citizens, you know, <laughs> but they were not even like, just let's say double, double citizens or, or something like that, you know, but they were just like, uh, which is straight, uh, which is a bit crazy, you know, to like to do internal sanctions, you're basically like unpersoning someone, which is, uh, yeah, it's pretty much like the China, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, it's yeah it depends you know if the rest restrict act okay which is like a related topic of like let's say uh fining and jailing people for using vpn to yeah. access tiktok videos <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yeah tiktok videos of people dancing so that would be maybe even more severe than china so mm, yeah but uh, but let's say if you want to, okay, if you acknowledge that, let's say some Chinese apps might be um, harmful for your national security or something, you can do uh, what uh, India did and they just banned uh, like 20, I mean, some time ago, some months ago, they banned like, I think, 20 apps or, or something mm -hmm. like that on yeah. the order of a dozen apps or dozens of apps and they... Um, Right, and they they did it on the level of like App Store or something. So oh, yeah. you can just like ban it from the App Store in your country, and you are done. <laughs> you know, you don't need to like. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best way. Citizens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best. Even China did that. Like uh, Facebook, it's not like operating in uh in China. You know, they didn't limit yeah, yeah, their, but... their citizens from using uh, for example, yeah, VPN. You know. Yeah, but they, you can use VPNs probably in some areas, you know, like uh, where it's like it's more restricted and for some portions of population, you know, like some ethnic minorities and and stuff like that. So like I, I bet, but there they are oppressed on many other levels. So but like for using VPN, you can uh, you can may uh, you, you may end up in a labor camp, which is uh, really not nice. Uh, which is awful, but uh, but uh, like the U.S. proposing something like 20 years in prison and like um, that your uh, you, you know your assets would be like taken away. That it's, it's also crazy, and hopefully it will not pass. But just like the other city uh, to to propose something uh, something outrageous like that, like for the U.S., it's uh, it's a bit crazy. But anyhow, yeah, yeah, uh, that's interesting. You know. Uh... Yeah, anyway, finally, as we wrap up uh, this episode, uh, how does uh, Bitcoin enable root uh, cosmopolitanism and um, what does it mean for the future of global <laughs> okay. trade? And yeah, yeah. So, so just maybe, okay, uh, just to talk about uh, this uh, uh, social defense, uh, it's connected with your question of root cosmopolitanism. But okay, the social yeah, yeah. Uh, defense is like what you said at the beginning. It's just like 
to have like multiple um, options or to increase your optionality of like through uh, working with various jurisdictions. Like if you are a Web3 founder or a crypto uh, company, uh, you probably want to uh, ink deals with various jurisdictions that uh, present themselves as crypto friendly. It can be a county, a country, a city, you know, it's some kind of level of a sovereign. So let's say maybe in Kenya, it could be some counties, Yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, like, uh, you know, but uh, it's it could be cities like Dubai, uh, you know, actually Brian Armstrong is in, <laughs> I don't know if you know, uh, if you've seen it on Twitter, but the, no. the CEO of Coinbase, I mean, the founder of Coinbase. Yeah, he's, is... <laughs> yeah so it's like he's trying to move to, to move Coinbase to Dubai. You know, I yeah, saw I think that so one. offshore. So like he yeah. was like uh, meeting the the minister of economy there at um, United Arab Emirates, which <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, these, these things are happening. You know, it's like it's on one hand it's like very sad, but on the other hand it's like Balaji was talking about this like a couple of years ago. So I think it's just good to listen to him. You know, like just to be better safe than sorry. You know. Yeah. And so in the US, there is this meme of like uh, American dynamism, which is a really nice and positive and good meme. Uh, but it's like, hmm, I don't know if it's like too little, too late, or maybe they will wake up for some, you know, but it's like, it's, you know, it's like these like uh, weak men create hard times and hard mm. times uh, create yeah. strong men, strong men create good times and good times create weak men, yeah. you know, so like, but I think now we are still in this like, mm, in these good times, you know, creating weak <laughs> men weak or men. maybe now we are in the weak the men weak creating, men creating hard bad times. times. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we are in the weak men creating good bad times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, kind of is a circle but like until people uh, mm, live uh, through the the hard times in the west they will not learn their lesson and they will you know it's like the venezuela or argentina story or a, a lebanon story that we discussed before but i think until they really like mm, the the western europe and the the, the western kind of uh, world like the u.s if they uh, once they really go through some hardships, and I, I wish them all, all the best. I don't I don't wish them to go through some kind of hardship, but like they need to become like pro business and pro um, pro tech again. But I think they will have only incentive to do it like when they experience a collapse, like the San Francisco is collapsing, but the people are still uh, being having this attitude like F F U Elon yeah. kind of attitude, you know, and Miami, uh, the mayor, San Fran uh, I mean, <laughs> Francis Suarez uh, is uh, has this attitude of how can I help, you know, like uh, very pro business, pro tech, like humble kind of uh, trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you need to learn. I mean, it's uh, yeah, I think it's possible. Like for um, I don't know, maybe Switzerland or Liechtenstein is also like thinking about uh, like doing something with crypto. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's yeah. possible for some countries. I mean, I would wish Slovakia would be also pro crypto, but it's uh, I think uh, it's just it's scary. Yeah, it's you know, maybe too early. Yeah, but it's also scary scary to see like uh, you know like a bigger, I mean, um, or the superpower country like you guys, uh, uh, you know, scaring their own, for example, innovators or uh, founders, you know, and these founders, they see like US is not the best place to do business. Now they have to shift, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, their companies to another uh, friendly uh, locations, you know, or 
uh, friendly jurisdictions, you know. And actually, it's not happening on, only on the tech world, but also in also in the social world, where like, um, yeah, I was reading somewhere like even we <laughs> they are called uh, passport bros, you know. So passport bros, these are guys who like um, get out from America or uh, from other countries where like women, they are not uh, that value friendly, you know, they're not that traditional women, they are more modern women. So they're moving to countries where they are more of traditional women or women who have values, you know. So yeah, and you know, this is like uh, making a very big um, shift, you know, like, uh, you know, for, for these countries, like for example, US, they are losing like resources in terms of, uh, um, in terms of human resources and also in terms of tech, you know. <laughs> okay, and so the, the, they are called passport bros. Yeah, like... passport bros. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tech bros, crypto bros, passport bros. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like Andrew Tate is like, I think, an extreme example. I mean, I don't follow him that closely, like recently, but I know that he he has been in jail for some something. But he uh, he's interesting in a way that he's like, I think, living this life of um, having multiple passports, but yeah. even like, I think, different names on those passports, which is strange, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's like possible to do it in some countries. <laughs> I don't know why he's doing it. But uh, but in, in this way, I guess it's, uh, I mean, I don't know, I think it goes back to some, um, you can be still like tracked and traced through yeah. like bio, bio uh, 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 what is it, biometric, uh, biometric yeah. things like uh, iris scans. So I, I, I don't think you can like, you know, like the social, uh, I think the social defense, it's in a way, I think it's it's not really for an individual. It's like what um, I mean. It's not that easy for an individual, right? I mean, uh, going to a friendly jurisdiction is one thing, but it's also creating like a friendly community, you know. So it's like something like ah, uh, uh, yeah, I, you know, I get it's it. like the sovereign sovereign collective, you know, like yeah. and, and within this uh, sovereign collective, you can kind of like merge with the crowd. So you, it's like a high trust society. People trust you; they know you, you know. But like. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they don't need to scan your iris or something. They know you, you, they might just know you by your nickname or pseudonym or something, you know. So, but like they trust you because they know you for a long time or they know your output on, on the internet as well and like in real life. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I get it. So, so social, social uh, defense is uh, more of like now. Yeah, you can't do it alone. Uh, I think I think it was Balaji. I, I was I was listening to Balaji or somewhere uh, or someone else. It was, I think it was, it was Balaji. We we're saying like uh, because US is a sovereign, so individuals can't fight sovereign. So they have to go say for uh, to a, a friend, a, um, say a, a jurisdiction which is friendly, whereby they can come together as uh, say 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 ten million people like uh, working in the same say. Uh, Say, for example, Dubai City. Now, from there, they can fight now, for example, uh, say, this sovereign by, uh, say, so this this will be two sovereign fighting together. So it's like right, you cannot right. fight, uh, say, uh, a robot with uh, a human being. So you have to fight another robot which can fight together. 
yeah exactly yeah it's like when it's like a giant um like a country is like a giant monster or robot with infinite uh hit points you know like so because it's not just like one person that you can like let's say unperson or like uh, vilify or like cancel uh yeah yeah but it's like a mo uh, in, uh, i mean infinite hit points meaning it's like it's some kind of like uh bureaucracy you know like <laughs> in a nameless bureaucracy you know it's like an agency you even don't know who is the the boss of the agency and even if you replace the boss you know you don't know the all the bureaucrats which who are like three levels <laughs> below <laughs> it's like you know it's the idea of the deep state you know it's yeah. just like uh you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's true, you know, like, so I think you need to, f to have like a deep network state, <laughs> to fight the deep state, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's the idea. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, actually, have... actually, it was Balaji who was talking at uh, the Tokyo programmer. You know, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I heard it. Yeah, it's like it, it's like some monster, some like uh, Japanese kind of based move, uh, movie based yeah. on some Japanese stories. And uh, the humans they they build a robot to fight these monsters, these huge monsters. Yeah, yeah. but so but basically it's it's like you want to uh, move to a crypto friendly jurisdiction or jurisdictions. Um, yeah, so so you you can be protected as an individual, you know, but it's also like it, the the sovereign collective. It's like maybe a smaller group of people who can cooperate together. But let's say if you yeah, it's like a Brian Armstrong like <laughs> trying to basically protect Coinbase, you know, from like being totally destroyed. Let's say by by some U.S. regulators. Uh, since it's a public company, you know, like uh, I also held like some small share of, mm -hmm. you know, like I bought it on Revolut. So like because I believe in the company, I think I still have a have a bit. So and he's trying to, you know, he was always like, you no, know, we will be onshore, onshore. Uh, we will stay in the U.S. We will not uh, establish some offshore kind of uh, operation. Mm -hmm uh like a crypto company like ftx was offshore you know in the bahamas yeah uh, and even yeah. uh binance also like uh yeah it's, it's binance in dubai. Is in dubai and also I, I we discussed yesterday about kraken bank and i was like but uh, did they get a u.s license i was like i don't think so like i thought like it's like 90 percent uh, i think it's an offshore operation but i, I wasn't sure i didn't check yet so mm -hmm. it's like I don't know. We can we can check, but like Kraken Bank, they have also like a bank now. But I, probably it's offshore. It's like most likely it's offshore. It's like okay. let, let me check. Okay, so Kraken Bank, like uh, as what I googled now, I think they okay they have a state charter uh, in Wyoming, but I, they are not like they don't have some federal a federal approval. It's like I think it's similar as to Custodia. Probably they, it's this similar situation. Um. Thank you, Yaku, for your time and for joining me as, uh, again on Table Desk uh, and for giving your insights uh, uh, on this episode. It's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Duke. I'm happy that we are <laughs> we are recording this daily biologism series uh, together, and like so, and we keep going <laughs> <laughs> and uh, learning new 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 things and new concepts together. So thank you for uh, for this uh, journey together, and see you soon. <laughs> thank you too. See you soon. Um, well, that brings us to the end of uh, this episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversation uh, with Jakub Shimek. 
please don't forget to subscribe give this episode a thumbs up and be sure to come back uh, next week for another episode until then this is dukum tambo and don't forget to do good always